welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we talk about my recent road trip. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, this is not the new summer schedule. I did go out of town last weekend, but I had every intention to do this early, and it quickly became clear that intention was a little ambitious. But we are back and should, fingers crossed, hopefully stay on schedule from here on out. So this weekend, it's officially summer. It's kind of been summer here for a little bit now, though, first because of how hot it is, although today was only like 84, so I was happy about that. And also, the kids have been out of school for a few weeks. When I was a kid, we never got out of school before the middle of June. Like, I think my high school graduation was legitimately June 21st or 24th or something. And then we always went back the Wednesday after Labor Day. Not here, though. Either way, it's definitely summer now, so happy official summer. Okay, I read this story the other day. It was crazy. It was basically about how you should not really go to TikTok for beauty hacks. I am not into TikTok, so that is fine with me, but they had this story of this 21-year-old girl. I guess she was on Big Brother Australia, and everyone was like, why does she always have this clay face mask on? Either that or heavy makeup. Well, she finally tells everyone what happened was she saw this thing on TikTok before she went on the show that was like, if you use sewing needles and this certain type of ink, you can give yourself freckles. And the ink was supposed to fade in like six months. Well, she went on eBay and got this brown tattoo ink, which turned out to be counterfeit, but of course she didn't know that at the time, and then starts pricking her skin with it. She totally got an infection. It caused this scarring over her cheeks and nose, and now they can't figure out how to fix it because the ink she used, the kind of ink she used, laser removal won't work. It's already cost her thousands of dollars and no luck. I had never heard of such a thing. It's insane. I could not stop talking about it to my husband. (laughs) Okay, so so we did go out of town last week. We went on a little road trip to the beach for a few days. I talked last time about my car window refusing to roll up, among other little adventures with the car. I made kind of a spontaneous stop at a car shop where they were able to get it closed in the parking lot with the help of two long strips of lime green duct tape on the inside of the window. So good news, it was closed. Possibly less good news, it added an extra element of possibility, danger, and intrigue to the trip. Uh, We did look at renting a car, but it is like impossible to rent a car right now. I wouldn't say impossible. It's beyond my willingness to pay given the circumstances. How's that? So we took my car, and I am happy to report that the window mostly stayed shut the whole time, and we had a great trip. We ended up on some sort of like back roads in Alabama, and I have never been to Alabama before, and neither of us have, and I have to say, I found parts of Alabama to be very charming. I felt like I was in a Hallmark movie, even though I think they actually filmed those in Canada, but some of it looked just like a Hallmark movie set where the girl shows up in the small town and opens a bakery or something, and then there's a rival bakery across town where the sweet old lady owner dies and her attractive but all business grandson comes back into town from some big city and there's this animosity and a big holiday bake-off and then they realize they've fallen in love and he decides to stay and they merge their bakeries together and live happily ever after, you know. 
Some of the towns really did look just like that. I was actually Googling in the car to see if any movies had been shot in some of the towns. So, so, so we get there. One afternoon, we went mini golfing. It was very picturesque. It was kind of on a hill. So when you got up to the middle of the course, it looked out toward the ocean. It was awesome. It was very pretty. Uh, my mini golf game, on the other hand, <laughs> Was not. (laughs) I was very rusty the first half or so, especially. I'd hit it too hard and it would like ricochet either back at me or like two holes over. (laughs) Not really, but it felt like it might. There was one hole where there was like no room to stand on the one side. It made it so you had to hit it left-handed, which drove my husband crazy. But I actually did all right. I was like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the key that unlocks this whole illustrious late blooming mini golfing career. I said to my husband, wouldn't it be crazy if I started golfing lefty and turned out to be this amazing golfer? Unfortunately, I guess it would be crazy because it didn't happen. <laughs> the next hole, I put the ball down and I totally lined it up and stood on the left side. And my husband was like, you're actually going to do that? (laughs) I mean, honestly, I had nothing to lose, but I think he was maybe a little worried I would let the club go flying into the family of six just ahead of us. Uh, I tried it. No one got injured, but I did decide I should probably stick to the right side. (laughs) So we did that. Of course, we went to the beach. I love the beach. My husband likes it. He is more into the view and maybe going for a walk and things like that. Not so much the sand and the sunburns. I used to go to Maine every summer, which I love. It is one of my favorite places in the world, but the beach strategy in a place like that is definitely different. You for sure have to sit on the beach for at least three hours and let yourself really heat up before you can even try the water. Then you go in for like three minutes and it's like, wow, that was refreshing. (laughs) And then you're back to the book and the chair. And everyone has a sweatshirt laying around just in case. So we were a little out of practice with like a warm beach. We were very aggressive with the sunscreen, but I did burn the top of my wrist and like the top of my forehead. I don't usually wear a hat, so I know, but I don't usually wear a hat. So the top of my forehead and like the part in my hair, um, my husband got a few pink spots too, but it was all right. We didn't, we didn't do too bad. The way home took us a different way. We were mostly on the highway instead of the back roads. So we'd been on the highway for a while. Uh, We need to get gas. We're like 25 miles to empty or something. So we try one exit and it's a total zoo. So I'm like, just get back on the highway and go to the next one. So we do that. We pull off the exit. And first of all, there was an enormous chicken statue in front of the gas station, which I don't know, in retrospect, was probably there to mock us. (laughs) We pull up to the gas pump and this lady comes over and she's like, oh, sorry, we're out of gas. We're like, you're totally out of all the gas. (laughs) Like there was legitimately a dozen pumps. She's like, yeah, not one drop. So we get back on the highway and my husband is alternating between being stressed out and outraged. (laughs) He's like, we better not run out of gas. The next gas station better not be out of gas, too. And then he's, like, incredulous. He's like, how does an entire gas station run out of gas? This isn't, like, a tiny gas station on a tiny side road. This is a major gas station off a major highway. (laughs) 
<laughs> Meanwhile, I am not helpful at all. I am dying laughing at how absurd the whole thing is. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I understand that it will probably be funny in a little bit, but it's not funny yet. Can you just see if we're getting close to the next exit? And then he pauses and swings back over to Outrage. He's like, they better have gas. How does an entire gas station like that just run out of gas? (laughs) We make it to the next exit, which I think was maybe five miles away or something. The longest five miles ever. And fortunately, the gas station does have gas. He's like, what would we have done if they didn't have gas? There was like a teeny tiny hotel across the street. And I was like, we probably would have had to stay there. And then, I don't know, maybe gotten a job at the diner across the street and maybe just settled into a whole new life here. (laughs) I mean, what are you supposed to do? I guess call AAA or roadside assistance or something. That would have been fun. Speaking of cars, the day after we got back, we went out car shopping and I will just spoil the ending here and tell you we do not have a new car. That will probably be the topic of conversation next week. We went to a dealer and I would say probably within like five minutes, I became like the kid at the grocery store who's like slump sitting between loaves of bread on the bottom shelf, whining about when can we leave and can I get some ice cream? In my defense, it was so hot out. I think the heat index was over like a hundred. We so we were outside for a while. They took us back in and left us in the little office. You know how they do. And I told my husband, we've got to get out of here and get some lunch. <laughs> so so we did. Now he keeps being like, it's not so bad. We can wait. <laughs> I mean, he literally just came back from the grocery store and I could hear the engine rattling around as he drove down the street. <laughs> but we'll see. Maybe we'll wait. All right. That's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Walk the Block Pod. Subscribe or follow on Stitcher or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already and I will see you next week. Oh,